Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Guillard, and every Saturday I'll be covering frequently asked questions as well as the history of the church, the Holy Land, the Bible, and or Bible prophecy. I pray that as you hear God's truth, that it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And I pray that you find the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. The day of the Christian martyr. Help us, Lord, to be bold like them. The day of the Christian martyr is celebrated every June 29th, which marks the martyrdom of the Apostle Paul. However, Paul wasn't the first martyr. Yet he was present at the stoning of the first one, Stephen. Stephen wasn't one of Jesus' first 12 disciples. Nevertheless, he was zealous, passionate about spreading the good news that Jesus was indeed the Jewish Messiah. He gave the longest sermon in the New Testament. Historian's sermon is chronicled by Luke in the book of Acts. The folks at One for Israel, a Messianic Jewish ministry, present um, present an interesting study on Stephen in a podcast. You got to click on over to my blog to go listen to that. And the link to the blog is in the show notes. The word martyr actually means witness or testimony. These people died because of their witness to the Christian faith. Note too that not all people who are persecuted become martyrs, in other words, die. Martyrdom is the result of Christian persecution, which still goes on today. I'll cover some stories of modern-day martyrs in a bit. Let's look at some of the early Christian martyrs, and there, there are so many of them. I'm just highlighting some of the most well-known ones. Um, uh, the first one is James, son of Zebedee, brother of John, slain by Herod, and that, we find that story in Acts chapter 12. He was the first apostle to be martyred in AD 44, the first apostle to be martyred. Remember, um, Stephen wasn't exactly an apostle. He was just a disciple. Um, he was also known as James the Elder and James the Great. Then we have Andrew, Peter's brother. He was crucified on an X-shaped cross in Patras, Greece in 60 AD. Legend has it that he hung bound, not nailed, for three days, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'll tell his, his full story in a, in a minute here. If you want to click on over to my blog, I found a beautiful painting um, uh, of uh, depicting his martyrdom. Then we have James, the brother of Jesus. He was uh, the author of the epistle of James, and I've done a study on that. If you want to check that out, you could click on over to my blog. And he was the head of the church in, the, in Jerusalem. He was thrown off the roof of the temple in Jerusalem, stoned to death and buried at the Mount of Olives around 62 to 69 AD. And it had to be before 70 AD when the temple, because that was when the temple was destroyed. He was also known as James the Just. Then, of course, we have the Apostle Paul, who was beheaded in Rome around 62 to 67 AD. Peter, also around that time, 62 to 67 AD in Rome. He hung on a cross upside down because he did not want to be crucified by Jesus. Oh, and by the way, Peter was not 
the first pope. He was never the head of the church in Rome. That was just made up. It was invented by the early Catholic church leaders. Next, Doubting Thomas. He was speared to death in India in 72 AD. Then we have Polycarp, a Christian bishop in, of Smyrna. He died in 155 AD by being burned at the stake, then stabbed when the fire failed to consume his body. Um, here is Andrew's story, and this is from the Voice of the Martyrs, and they have an app um, where you can pray for um, persecuted Christians all over the world, and they also tell a story, and then they have the, their podcast, um, which comes out, um, I think, uh, maybe every other week or so. But this is, um, and I didn't know the full story of Andrew, but this is, this is from the Voice of the Martyrs. Um, and so I quote, and this is, again, uh, it's a conversation between Andrew and the governor of Greece. If you don't denounce this Jesus, you will die on the cross. Governor um, Aegeus fumed the Roman, Roman governor in Greece. This Christian had caused him personal embarrassment in the eyes of, in, uh, in the eyes of Rome by spreading Christianity throughout the governor's Greek province and even to his own wife. Had I feared the death of the cross, I should have preached the majesty, I should not have preached the majesty and glory of the cross of Christ, Andrew replied. Then you shall have it, crucify him. As Andrew approached the X-shaped cross, he joyfully proclaimed, oh beloved cross, I rejoice to see you erected here. I come to you with a peaceful conscience and with cheerfulness, desiring that I, who am a disciple of him who hung on the cross, may be crucified. The nearer I come to the cross, the nearer I come to God. Andrew hung, bound to the cross for three days, preaching and extorting the people before him, exhorting the people before him. Remain steadfast in the word and doctrine which you have received, instructing one another that you may dwell with God in eternity and receive the fruit of his promises. Andrew declared, O Lord Jesus Christ, don't let your servant who hangs here on a tree for your namesake be released to live among men again. Receive me into your kingdom. Then, having finished his plea, he gave up his spirit to God. And that's an excerpt from the book Extreme Devotion um, uh, from the Voice of the Martyrs. And if you're interested, I have a link to that book. I am a Christian book affiliate. Martyrs of the Reformation and the Renaissance. And I want to start with um, a guy that usually is overlooked because Martin Luther is the is the uh, the big guy for the for the rent uh, for the Reformation, but Martin Luther wasn't martyred. He died, you know, in his old age of illness, I believe. But this is Jan or Janus Hus, um, 1372 to 1415. He was an early Czech reformer, Czechoslovakia, who probably influenced Martin Luther. He was burned at the stake for heresy against the doctrines of the Catholic Church. And he sang psalms as he was burning. His followers were known as the Hussites. 
Joan of Arc, 1412 to 1431. Considered a heroine of France, she was convicted as a heretic and burned at the stake by the Catholic Church. She was later exonerated. William Tyndale had the audacity to translate the Latin Vulgate Bible, which no one could read but Catholic priests into common English. This eventually became the well-known King James Version. In 1535, he was arrested and jailed for over a year, then convicted of heresy. He was, all he wanted to do was translate the Bible into the common language. And the Catholic Church did not want him to do that. Because then the people would know the truth. And I dug into why they did that in an, in a, in an article. You've got to... Check it out on my blog. He was executed by strangulation. Then his body was burnt at the stake, overkill. His dying prayer was that King Henry VIII of England, of England's eyes would be opened. Here's some modern day Christian martyrs. The Center for the Study of Christianity of Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary estimates that 100,000 Christians are martyred every year for their faith. Jim Elliott, 1927 to 1956, an American Christian missionary and one of five people killed during an attempt to evangelize the Huarani people of Ecuador. Yes, Ecuador in South America. His whole group was martyred. Ed McCulley, Roger Udarian, Pete Fleming, and their pilot, Nate Saint. Then we have Graham Staines, 1941 to 1999, an Australian Christian missionary who was murdered along with his two young sons, who were six and 10 years of age, in India by members of a Hindu fundamentalist group. His surviving wife and daughter stayed to minister to lepers and the poor until returning to Australia in 2004. John Chow, 1991 to 2018, he was 26 years old. An American evangelical Christian missionary who had a heart and passion to reach the Sentinelese. They live in a self-isolated island, North Sentinel Island, off the coast of India. He attempted to visit them, an unreached people group, and converted and convert them to Christianity. The Voice of the Martyrs is featuring him this year for the Day of the Christian Martyr. And I have um, a link to their podcast in my blog. Um, you need to listen to the story. It's amazing. And um, I also have links in my blog to um, other organizations, the Voice of the Martyrs, Open Doors, International Christian Concern, the Nazarene Fund, Catalytic Ministries, and um, some of these help the persecuted Christians, the persecuted church. And then I've got uh, a link to more ministries um, with the passion of spreading the gospel to unreached people groups all over the world. So we are to emulate, not venerate Christian martyrs. So as you can see, it would be impossible to venerate all of the Christian martyrs of the world. Why pick one or two? If you want to honor their lives, emulate them. That is, copy them, learn from them, be inspired and motivated by their stories. They are stories of determination and zeal to obey 
and do what Jesus told us to do, what Jesus told all his followers to do in the Great Commission. Jesus told us first in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. We're still far, we're still far from, there, there's still so many unreached people groups out there. Um, Jesus, uh, Matthew 28, starting verse 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. This is after Easter. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey, obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am always with you, even to the end of the age. Then we have in Acts chapter 1. I just covered this a few weeks ago with um, um, Jesus' ascension. Acts 1, starting in verse 6. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So are you following Jesus or a church? Not sure, but here's what you need to do. You need to believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever and that he rose from the dead three days later. You need to repent of your sins. That is stop sinning. Do a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized by water baptism and show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. And you will receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to know Jesus. And then you're going to tell people about it. Seek his will for your life. And remember what he told us. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And he always keeps his promises. And the bottom of today's blog, I've got three songs that are perfect for this. You know, shout it, at the roof, shout it to the rooftop, sing wherever you go, and give out your testimony. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thousands, stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes.
Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.